Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Ugly Ducklings podcast with your hosts Rashida and Bryce. Today mm-hmm. we are back. This is episode two of season three. So thank you guys for rocking with us for three years strong now. Yes, three years. I can't believe it. I know. I think the move Philly, rest in peace to the blog I had <laughs> in like the late 2010s. Um I think that was like two, two and a half years. So I've been podcasting longer than I was a blogger. Yeah, I mean. You've been 10 years strong now, though, with blogging. Oh, I know. Don't age me. I just accepted the fate that's been 10 years. Consistency is key. It is. It is. It will pay off, too. It's still paying off. Yeah, you'll be an overnight success. And oh, my God, he just blew up out of nowhere. It's like, no, he's been doing this, but okay. (laughs) <laughs> yes my mom brother just uh gave me that type of credit the other week so that sounds like it's promising it's on the horizon yes okay so let's kick off the episode this week first of course you know let's uh check in mental health wellness check how are you feeling today i'm feeling really overwhelmed uh emotionally uh just because i have like a very busy week ahead of me normally my weeks are very planned out routine but it's like I had to pack today because I'm going to New Orleans for a wedding and then you know my parents are coming to visit and they're staying with me but they'll be there on Thursday so also I worked remote today so I had to do my work clean the house and then also when I travel I had this thing where I like my laundry to be clean so I had to like wash my clothes, fold them on top of that pack, go to the dollar store, get things for the trip. Then I was running out of my uh, skincare products and then I, had <laughs> then I had to get dinner for Maurice and I. So then we had to go to Chipotle. It's just, it's just a lot. I'm here though. Yeah, no. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. And I'm with you on like, let me like wash clothes so that when I come back, I can just like kind of start fresh as well as you want to make sure like you have like your favorite pieces as well mm-hmm. so I'll usually be like oh like I like this particular shirt or pajama set or whatever it's like oh let me make sure I have that with me exactly exactly and that's another thing like I never like to rush because I feel like when I rush I feel like I'm always forgetting something so there was a point in the day I was rushing and I was like wait let me stop let me look at my list to make sure I have everything because I'm leaving for New Orleans right after work tomorrow so there is no going home yes okay well, have fun in New Orleans. Uh, you got to get some beignets while you're down there. Is it Cafe Dumont? I think they're the one that's known for that. I think that's where we went last time we were all together in New Orleans. Yes. All right. We definitely have to go back at some point. I'm going with um friend of the podcast, Derek Crunch Time, Captain Crunch Time. So he'll be there <laughs> too. So yes, yeah, so we'll definitely have that spot. So. Yes. Good. What about you? How are you feeling this week? I am also overwhelmed, but today was like a nice little like reprieve because I didn't have back-to-back meetings. So it was like, wow, I could actually like eat lunch today, which was nice. So I took like 20 minutes to eat lunch, then did some other adult things. I feel like although my lunch should really just be like, oh, watch Netflix or eat or relax, you're still like handling other things that you can't get done while you're working. So at least, I mean, a win is a win. Even 30 minutes of like personal time is better than none. Hmm. I hear that. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you were able to have some relaxation today. So. Yeah, no, it was, it was 
good. And then, um, you know, looking forward to after we record today, I will be going to a concert. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to see Masego. Ooh. Ooh. You know, it's funny. Um, friend of the podcast, Mr. IMP Ryan is also <laughs> going to Masego concert in Houston. I might. I think it's within the next two weeks. So I say that to say he was asking, like, in his voice, um, what are some of Masego's songs? And I was like, oh my goodness. Do he have Apple Music? Because I was listening to his Essentials playlist and it was actually, because some people's Essentials playlist, I'm like, why is this song on this list? But his actually was good. I was like, all right. Because I have, like, I want to say more than half of the songs I knew. And then there were a few that I didn't know, but they were actually really good. So I was like, okay, this is a good blend. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it. So yeah, I'll have to reach out to him and be like, oh, I got some songs for you so he can be prepared. Yes. I mean, my personal preference are the deep cuts or yes. uh, then uh, the, was it like next steps? You know, there's like threes, like the essentials, next step, deep cuts, whatever they're called. But I always like the yeah. second one. I always like the second one. They give you like the, the hits you forgot about. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Cause I feel like I'm always like, let me just go to essentials, especially for artists I don't know. But yeah, let's get into the topic today. So we were, you know, spitballing different ideas. And I wanted to start with this one because I think it's very relevant, um, at least even for myself. But just like, what are we in relation to friends? Not even dating wise, but like if you haven't spoken to a friend in a few months, are y'all still friends? Like, what is the... (laughs) Like, how long does it go of no contact before you're like, I guess we're not really cool anymore? Mm, I think it depends on the friend. I feel like for myself, me speaking for me, um, I have friends that I could go maybe close to a year without speaking to. And when we speak, it's like we haven't missed a day, right? But then you have friends that, um, or maybe these aren't even friends. You thought that they were friends that are more proximity based. So it's like when you don't speak to them, it's like you might not ever speak to them again. <laughs> it's because yeah. maybe because they live close to you. And then maybe that's why you hang out a lot. But the moment you move and the moment you have something going on and like something else is taking up your time, not saying that you're not like fulfilling your duties as a friend, but you know, life happens. You just don't hear from each other you know? Yeah. Um, so to answer your question, I think, well, I saw this TED talk and I think I might've discussed this on season one, but they said the three foundations of a friendship, positivity, vulnerability, and, um, consistency. So when one of those are off or two of those are off, there's going to be a lot of conflict in your friendship. So for example, Let's say Rasheen and I live in the same city. Um, so that covers consistent consistency, excuse me. So we see each other often, we speak often. Let's say Rashida and I are both positive. We got great things going on for ourselves, positive vibes, sharing thoughts, knowledge, blah, blah, blah. But then let's say we're very surface level. I don't know nothing about Rashida's life outside of her name. At some point, there's going to be a conflict in the friendship and the friendship might come into question. So a way around that is once you're able to address what part of the friendship is lacking, hey, Rashida, let's play this card game so we can get to know each other better. Um, So I can find out more intimate details about you. Maybe your family. What's your favorite color? 
what pisses you off? What's your dating history like? So the three pillars will be fulfilled. So like, think about maybe when you started to question a friendship or you fell out with a friend, were one of those three areas um, lacking? Yeah, no, I think that's a good way to look at it. Do you think it's easier for people to open up romantically than platonically? I, to some degree, I actually feel like it is only because when you're dating someone, it's you're more, you're expecting those kind of deeper questions, right? Like tell me about your family. Like, where'd you grow up? What's your favorite color? What do you, what's your favorite song? What do you like to do for fun? But when you're like just meeting someone on a friend level, depending on the person some people feel like that's too much too soon right so it's like you almost like learn things with friends a lot of times slowly over time versus sometimes when you're dating you will learn a lot of those things like pretty quickly yeah that makes sense I guess because we always talk about you and I when you're dating someone those chemicals are released in your body those endorphins so it kind of expedites the process so you're like more excited to learn about this person whereas a friend a new friend you are excited but you know that like there's no outside of like actually becoming friends there's no real milestones you need to hit as opposed to dating because it's like yeah. dating I'm dating Rashid and I are dating and then it's like I really like her and it's like well hopefully she'll be my girlfriend and then we'll get engaged and then we'll get married and have beautiful, <laughs> beautiful tall children and then we'll be empty nesters like there's like a checklist when you're trying to date someone right but yeah. like with a friend it's just like well, I can take my time getting to know this person, no pressure. Once we become friends, that's kind of it. Like it kind of stays, the spectrum is like very broad. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Cause you don't usually say to yourself, I better be like this person's maid of honor. Like you don't, you just don't do that. It's just like, oh, you seem cool. Let's see what happens. <laughs> mm, well, okay. Oh, this is on topic. So since I'm going to a wedding, I feel like weddings are normally normally determine a friendship's fate in the sense that I've I've known friends that thought they were going to be the maid of honor or the best man and weren't and the friendship fell apart. Yes, you are right about that. Or if you just don't even get an invite, that can especially if you were expecting one, mm. you would be really hurt and you'll be like, "Wow, are we even friends?" And I have had. Um, people confided in me saying, hey, I wasn't invited to Joey's wedding. You know, that really bothered me because we, like I prioritize this person as a friend. Why wouldn't they invite me to such a special moment in their life? And I was like, I mean, that's valid. Have you had a conversation with them? Right. So with that being said, if you're not invited to Joey's wedding, are you still friends? <sighs> so when it comes to weddings, I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, I don't think you are. Like, it is what it is. I think unless the person is explicitly saying to you, yo, like I have, we're we're poor. We only can afford a $30,000 wedding, right? And look how that even sounds. But I can only afford like $20,000, $30,000 wedding, which means I can only invite 100 people. So sure. I only can really invite 50 or 48 or whatever when you count yourself and the, the other person. So I could have all the other people, my family and some of the other people I'm closer to, I just wasn't able to invite you. I think maybe then you got to have those awkward conversations, which is already a lot. But in those scenarios, maybe like, oh, no, I get it. I understand. I will send you a gift. I do not need to come to Mexico. 
you're doing me a favor by peace. But in other scenarios where you are truly close, I think it can be a problem where you're like, so you didn't invite me. I've been to all like your graduation, the baby showers, the, the other things. But then all of a sudden now, like, you're like, no, you don't need to be there. Right. Valid. And, you know, I feel like I'm with you. I feel like if I'm not invited, we're definitely, it says more about the friendship. Maybe I overestimated our relationship, but I will say if it's an international wedding and I'm not invited, I'm fine. <laughs> like I'm not taking it personal. I'm good. Yeah. I've been, and I'm, I'm kind of been the selfish friend this year. I've been like jokingly saying to my two couple friends that I think will get engaged by the end of this year like please don't get married until 2025 like I just because I want to yeah. be there but like my money is low like be kind to me but <laughs> I mean they'll do what they do but yeah for some of the people that I just kind of know like I guess we're just more associates but like we're cool but like we're not like super connected like you said from that vulnerability side Mm -hmm. I could just send you um a card and or and or like Venmo you a wedding like the wedding money so you can do a honeymoon or something and like that would I would be completely fine with that right that makes sense um I'm trying to think of a time yeah there was a couple times where I considered some of my friends and they did not invite me to the wedding and it did sting it did sting because I was like I was like oh wow like I just knew I was gonna be there yeah, I know. I think because you talk about this, like, even though you don't necessarily talk about like, or I shouldn't say talk about, you don't always envision your wedding day. You do envision mm -hmm. like, remember my space top eight, like you used to be like, yo, these are my ride or dies. And so nowadays, you don't know, you don't fall out of the top eight until the wedding happens. And you're like, so there's a groomsman and I'm not one of them. Like, what's going on? right oh see the groomsman piece i listen i got upset with my own brother that i wasn't the best man at his wedding so listen i mean that was a long time ago but yeah the groomsman piece also hurts <laughs> i believe you like i don't have you know siblings in that regard so I don't even know how it would feel because I would be like, I am your blood. We grew up together. Aren't we cool? Like, how is, how is it not me? To me, sometimes it's like the easy choice by default because if you have like a group of close guy or girlfriends, sometimes it's better to pick your sibling because then they know like, I'm not picking one of y'all as a better friend over the other because the other person gonna be mad. So let me just pick my sister. Let me just pick my cousin. This way, like y'all be like, oh, it's family. Never mind. Right. No, that's valid. And then I think in my brother's case, I think that what made the sting even more poisonous was that um, <laughs> the bride, his wife, her maid of honor was her sister. And then, yeah. but my brother picked his best friend. So I like, I get it. Like, but 23 year old me is like not getting it. Hurt bay over here, sad bay. <laughs> but then also in retrospect, when you think about it, it definitely shows the dynamic of our, our relationship in general that's a whole other podcast episode but it definitely i i was never going to be the best man i had to say i should be happy i was a groomsman but i think right. as we get older then you really have more like awareness of where you really stand with friendships or just relationships because mm -hmm. i think for me like going back to like our original question i think that there is like it does matter on the friend, like the length of time that passes, but there are people who we didn't talk all the time, 
But since COVID, if I really haven't heard from you, I'm like, we're not friends. People were dying. People were depressed. People were quarantining and alone. And, and I know for pretty, people that are coming to my mind in that scenario are people that I called or reached out to or text like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? And they were, oh, I'll call you back. Or, oh, my, and like, it never happened. So now mm-hmm. I'm like, no, we're not friends anymore. Not that you, that person hates me or anything, but we're not friends anymore. Because if we were, that person would have checked in at some point in the last three years. And they haven't. Mm, that's real. So... Oh, now it's making me think about all these memories. So I also had a friend who, I I think this was during the pandemic. I can't remember. The years are blending. And this friend moved to a different state. And I found out through a third party. <sighs> and this person had a whole going away event. And I wasn't invited. And then, so rather than being bitter, resentful, hurt Ray Bryce, I told the person how I felt. And um, I don't think we were, we haven't really bounced back from it because I felt like if you valued me in your life and although I, maybe I overestimated the friendship, accountability king, accountability. <laughs> but if you really valued me, I could have like found out that you were moving. Granted, the person said it was so fast. But I'm like, but sis, you don't do a whole pool party, going away party, and I wasn't even on the guest list. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. So it's kind of like, eek. Um, I wish them well. <laughs> I'm done. Like, I wish them well, though. No, I would be like, I'm glad you actually said something. I remember when we mm-hmm. talked about this then. Um because this way they it can never be like well they didn't know because at that point if it were like really truly an oversight or they just like you know what I messed up I'm sorry even moving away they would have still tried to stay in contact and then when they still don't do that you're just like okay we're good you're a dub like I'll I will love you but now just from afar like I won't need to like interact with you and that's another thing like accountability is really important with friendships in that instance like to your point when I held this friend accountable, even when they moved, I didn't hear back for months. Like we didn't speak or anything um, until she was like home visiting, she reached out. So I think sometimes when you hold people accountable, especially friends, you have friends who feel guilty about it. And then they like distance themselves because they don't know how to handle their own accountability. And you have some friends who can actually eat it and like, hey, like I effed up. Um, I know you might need some time to process, but I hope we can get back to where things were. Yeah. And it sucks because I feel like in some instances, the person distances themselves. And those are like the people where you're like, no, like we're good. I just wanted to tell you how I felt. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to do that. But I know sometimes it's hard for people to like know that they hurt your feelings. Um, especially when you're not coming at them in a way that they can be defensive, right? Where it's like, oh, you came at me crazy. It's like, you hurt my feelings and I just want to tell you why. And, um, you know, why'd you do that? And then it's kind of like, oh, shit. What do I say back to this, you know? And like, you're not trying to make them feel guilty, but I feel like when you do talk to people as humans and you just say, you hurt my feelings and this is why and it hurt my feelings or why'd you do that? and you're not like being negative or aggressive or attacking, they're like less likely to know how to process it because now they can't like blame, like shift blame. 
Mm-hmm. Woo, you hit it around the head. Can't shift blame. See, yeah. Whoa. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. My bad, my bad. I'll talk to you later. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had one of my great friends. He uh, held me accountable one year because he it was his 30th birthday. I didn't make it. Um, and this person's like a goofball. So they definitely called me one day and was like, hey, like just letting you know my feelings were hurt that like you didn't make it to my birthday. And it was, caught me off guard because this person's so like a goofball. So yeah. like the fact that they were serious, but also vulnerable with their emotions, I ate it. And honestly, I haven't missed a birthday since. <laughs> but it wasn't I didn't feel like I was being attacked I actually felt bad because it's like damn this person really came out their character like in a great way to be vulnerable and tell me how that how much like me not being there hurt their feelings and I was like damn I yeah. gotta do that I need to step it up <laughs> I don't know I feel like it's kind of like dating so when you think like are we still friends like when you're dating someone's like are we dating? Are we boyfriend, girlfriend? What are we doing here? I feel like once you have to question it, it's kind of like, yeah, it is. And you, I know I'm like, not always the best, most vocal. Cause I'm the type of person actions speak louder than words. So I will definitely call people that I consider friends and check in. I'm that person that calls or texts and be like, Hey, how you doing? What's going on with you? Like just out the blue randomly, like, Oh, you crossed my mind. What's going on with you? And when I was younger, um I would the way I would do that would even be more like hey when are you free for me to come visit you and I would just spend money on a plane you know on a plane ticket go to see this person and spend like a weekend with them because I'm really big on quality time that's like my way so we don't have to talk on the phone all the time but like I'll come to visit and I think over the few last few years I'm like this is not reciprocated so hmm I think you might need to stop and just wait and see what happens don't say anything though because you don't want it to be forced right you know our millennial gen z's it's like oh it needs to be natural it needs to just happen organically <laughs> and like you know i hate that bullshit but you know like but to some degree i get it like you know what i'm not gonna tell you that you should do that it's like do you want to do that and if you don't want to then okay now i know where you stand yet again right. it goes back to like the, what are we like a lot of people, and I, you know, I also hate this, like guys will be like, yeah, you know, I just want it to happen organically. And eventually they'll get to the point where they want to ask the girl to be their girlfriend or like, it just happens to come up where they get introduced. Oh, that's my girl. Like, mind you, right. she has not said anything. She did not agree to this. We did not have an actual conversation versus like, if I were to ask you, so what are we? That I, as soon as I do that, I essentially ruin any chance for this to be anything because I had to mm. Which is kind of fucked up because I feel like you should be able to be adults enough to have clarity of like, hey, I like you. I would like us to be exclusive. How you feel about it? Like a woman should be able to do that. But we know most men are like, oh, like she just kind of put a lot of pressure on me. I feel like she gave me an ultimatum. I'm like, no, I think she just is stating her her needs. But okay. I mean, I've given an ultimatum before. So I feel you, sis. I've done it too. I will never do it again. If I have to do that again. Somebody just shoot me dead. No, I shouldn't. This is a bad idea. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I feel like when you have to ask, like, what is this? I kind of feel like you already know yeah. what's going on, but you just want the, the validation somewhere. Like, you know, I feel like if 
in your heart, if you felt like this was authentic and it's going in a positive direction, you won't have to ask what is going on. You already know something's up. Yes, your gut. Your gut be telling you what's going on. And we be just mm-hmm. ignoring it. Like, no, I want, like you be, we want hard evidence because it's like hard. I think people your whole life kind of look at you crazy when you're like, I don't, something doesn't feel right. It's like, well, what proof do you have? What data do you have to back this up? So then we start ignoring our gut and then we're looking for real clues and you didn't need them. It's kind of like, if I feel, it's like, remember Seven Streeters album was like, if I feel like I have to go through the phone, then I already know this is not a good idea. And then you go through the phone and find something. It's like, well, what made you think that? Something was right in your gut. Your instinct knew what it was. Right, right. The the thought, like I have to go through the phone, it's already a rat. But people still want the proof to be able to be like, okay, I'm not crazy. But you don't need the proof. Right, you don't agree with that. Some people may still like, no, you're just going off of emotion. You know, you're being too emotional. So I right. guess you can look at it either way. But I know for me, if I feel like something ain't right, you on your phone too much, you you probably on your phone too much because you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. Right. I mean, I always feel like the truth always comes to light regardless. But I think when it, in terms of like a relationship or even a friendship, if you have that gut feeling and it's saying something like, like, you don't know, like you feel like things are off. And rather than you like asking, what are we? Or like, going through the phone if you were to just say if you were to just end it i think that's where people get conflicted because when you end it you're still some people don't give an explanation while they're ending some things but i feel like if you care about the person you're going to give them the explanation which is why you probably need that evidence because you're going to be looking not you're going to look crazy but it's like that i feel like that's when people come up with the like it's not you it's me (laughs) um you know there's things i need to fulfill my life before we take things further but i still want to be a friend or even when you're in a friendship like like you know we can't speak right now but you know i'm gonna text you every day it's just like okay what's going on here so maybe that's where the evidence comes from i don't know i definitely could see that because you can also depending on the person you're dating especially in a scenario where it's like a toxic individual they will gaslight you if you were to be like i'm ending things because i know you're seeing other people and we agreed on exclusivity then they will be like what proof do you have right you just in your head you being insecure and it's like okay so then she goes through your phone and finds it why'd you go through my phone see we got problems anyway it's just like you can't win anyway so i feel like if I were in a situation again where I decided like, hey, I want to be exclusive with this person, doesn't appear that we're going to progress there, I would probably just be like, hey, this isn't a fit for me. And I think I wouldn't even try to give an explanation because most likely that person wouldn't want you to just leave, right? At the end of the day, they're getting all the benefits of a girlfriend without having to have one. So they're not going to like just willingly let you walk out. So I feel like the less that you give them, maybe the better. Like, hey, it just isn't working for me anymore. And so I'm going to need to remove myself, have a nice life. Oh, well, why? Like, what's the problem? I'd rather not discuss. Right. I mean, my last breakup, I was the person that ended it. And to your point, I had all these feelings of like, oh, I know, I feel like this person's up to something. Like all the evidence, like the evidence is not there, but it's there. So when I ended it, it was just like, you know, I made a decision to leave this relationship, to end this relationship, excuse me. Um, I'm no longer happy in it. That's kind of where I left things. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can't argue with me on that. Right. It's like, so we're not going to speak anymore? I'm like, no. It's the last conversation. So make it good. We don't need to be friends. (sighs) Do you, have you ever dated someone who did have, who was still best friends with like exes? Um, no, I haven't. But I feel like if that happens in maybe, I, I give high school a pass. Like if you dated someone in high school and now you're friends, cool. But I feel like in adulthood, um, why would you want to be friends with your ex? Because, you know, it's like the old saying that goes like, you're, you and the ex can only be friends if either you two are never in love or if one person still is in love. Ooh, okay. I don't know if I've ever heard that, but I could see why that makes sense. Keyword one person is still in yeah. love. I would, okay. So I've never dated anyone who I guess you could say was super close with an ex, but they, I dated guys who were friends with women that they met via dating apps, which I think is equally, it's still fucking weird. And I would prefer not to do that ever again. I mean, like you can't like monitor people's friendships, but the guy friends that I'm friends with, like you, Derek, like Charles, like I never, we never dated. We never liked each other in that way. Right. So it's really hard for me to like get it. I'm like, I don't know. Like these are like actually my platonic friends. This is a girl you wanted to sleep with. And she probably said no. And this is why y'all are friends. So it's hard for me now to be like, oh yeah, it's all cool. Why? Why are y'all hanging out? You're probably still attracted to this person. Sure. To me, especially from a dating app, when you're basing things off surface level things, and it's obviously attraction in a bio. So you were obviously attracted to that person. I could see a situation where you met, you went on a date with someone and you were like completely like, oh no, definitely the homie, not going for friend zone. But with that, since you met on a dating app down the line, that could be an issue with one of your partners because it, it it's a little weird, it's a little weird. Yeah, it is. And you're wrong. You're not wrong because I know of people who have met on apps and they're homies. Right. But I'm just like, I don't know. Like I've never really, I've only gone on like two dates via online. Um, at least like via like a, a hinge type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but every other person I've met, like I've met through friends or something like that, but, or just out at the bar, so that one is still a little bit up in the air for me, but I'm not, a, I'm just not a fan. I think you do need more like information, but you can tell by energy as well, how that works. Because like, for instance, if you have a best girlfriend, I would not be threatened by that at all. But when I meet her, she's just automatically offered really mean territorial, like a little, like likes to sit on your lap. Then I would be like, mm, this is weird. Why, why is she doing all that? Mm. That, you know, that's funny. So I do, one of my close friends, um, she's married. Her husband has a woman friend who, I was, I don't want to say she's his best friend, but she's a close friend. And um, my friend's experience has been negative with this person because the this woman, when she's around, does not acknowledge her. Yeah. Like, and to me, the husband won't really check her either. And it's like, and the husband's more so like, well, why don't you speak to her? Be the bigger person. Well, why does she have to be the bigger person? Why can't the girl just act right? Because now the friend is like thinking, oh, did that girl 
have a crush on you. So now it's like, because you're married to me, like subconsciously she's like kind of being passive aggressive, lashing out because you're not hers. Like, what is this about? Because there's no reason why she should not speak to me, especially when, especially, oh, keyword, it's especially when she, they knew each other before she ever met her husband. Like the two girls knew each other, partied together. And now all of a sudden when she gets with the husband, now all of a sudden it's crickets. Yeah, that would be something, in my opinion, the husband should be correcting. You shouldn't have to. I think it's, it's like also with family and friends, the same thing. If I'm dating somebody and my friends or family act crazy towards him, I think it's up to me to check because you want to try to salvage the potential relationship that could form between your friend and or family member and your partner. So I would be the one I think to be like, yo, the way you spoke to him was crazy out of line, blah, blah, blah. Like I wouldn't necessarily do it in front of him, but like, yo, depending on what it is, it's like, yo, we need to chill. Like, that's not okay. And same thing, if he says something crazy, like my mom, oh no, that's not what we're doing, sir. Right. So like, it would be both ways. Um, that would leave me very skeptical, that scenario that you just put out there, because there is no need for that. Um, and if, as a woman who is friends with a lot of guys, when y'all have partners, I'm like, you like them? They treating you good? Okay, then I'm good. Like, I don't, I wouldn't have no beef. Like, there's nothing for me to be upset about. And especially as we get older and people start getting married and stuff. Now I'm really fucking with you because you here forever. You, you're linked to my friends. So now I'm linked to you. Why would I not speak to you? Right. It's, it's weird. It's a weird it's a weird situation. I mean, I myself, um, my boyfriend has a, I'm not going to say he's a friend. He was a friend. They've since fallen out. But like anytime he would call him, he would say, oh, are you still with your friend? Or like, I would never get referenced by name. Which is to me, I picked up on that early. I'm like, this nigga, oh, this guy is never saying my name. Sorry, I got a little comfortable on the podcast. <laughs> he ain't never saying my name what's that about so now i'm talking to my boyfriend about it. he's like oh um i didn't even notice i'm like well you need to do a better job in noticing okay because <laughs> it's getting a little shady and i don't like right. it Mm-mm. nah you would have to, i would have to check that too nah but yeah those are like the subtle things that like don't make sense and like if i don't like let's say it's a friend that i don't speak to all the time but i know they're dating somebody even still, like, yo, how are you doing? How's your love life? You still dating um, the girl that I met? Like, what's her name again? It's not going to be all this, like, oh, whatever, you know, homegirl. It's like, who is the girl? What's her name again? Okay, yes, I liked her. She was pleasant. Or she's still treating you good. One of my friends was is dating or talking to a girl. And that scenario sounds very messy. But even still, I'm just like, y'all still dating? Y'all good? You still like her? All right. I don't, and then he might ask me certain advice. I'm like, well, why don't you date other people as you still navigate what's going on with y'all? He doesn't want to do that. So I'm like, all right, well, cool. But if I ever meet her, I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? Right. He spoke highly of you. He really, really likes you because that's not a lie. So it's just like, even if what he, some of the stuff he told me, I could say, mm, you seem a little shady, homegirl. But at the end of the day, I'm not the one fucking her. So it don't matter what I think. Right. So, in summary, I feel like it's mid-ass <laughs> behavior. If you have a friend and you are purposely not acknowledging their significant other, that is mid-basic, mid what are you doing? You need to check your 
actions and your responses. It makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, check your ego. And also, maybe it's time for the self-reflection corner. Why do you feel so territorial? Why are you so rude? Is there actually a valid reason? Or do you like this, your friend, and wish it was you? Is this going to be like a snippet from my best friend's wedding, which that shit was crazy. When I finally watched that movie, I was like, Julia Roberts, you didn't notice that you liked your best guy friend. And so he was fucking getting married. Are you kidding me? And it's wild because like, it goes back to your original question. Are we friends? Yes. Oh my God. Look, let us close out right there. Yeah, they clearly were not friends. No, no. I can't. But oh my God, that was a great way to end this episode um so of course we'll be back with more of topics like this because we didn't even really get all the topics that we were thinking about today so we got some more i know that y'all like when we go into like dating relationships and friendships so we'll definitely be giving y'all more of that this season um but thanks again for joining us you know you can also email us at uglyducklingspod at gmail.com if you have any questions that you would like us to you know give advice on and we will catch y'all next week peace out later